Welcome back to another edition of the Boilers Extra Podcast on this uh, Sunday evening on the drive home after Purdue's 20-point win over Northwestern at Mackey Arena, 80-60. to uh, Kind of a ho-hum victory in a way. I mean, obviously the biggest news uh, of the day was Jaden Ivey not playing after uh, suffering a hip flexor prior to the IU game in practice, but he did play against Indiana. And if you watch the game close enough, he was uh, not 100%. Uh, he was limping around a little bit. He had aggravated it uh, throughout the game, but hung in there, stayed in there, scored 19 of 21 points in the second half, so on and so forth. But, you know, Ivy did not practice on Friday or Saturday for Purdue, and, and his status moving forward is probably still day-to-day, although, you know, Matt Painter didn't really provide an answer. Um, he he claims that once the, once the guy's out, that's all he needs to know. He'll get the other details uh, uh, later. But, uh, you know, if, if there was a game uh, really for him to sit, this was it. Uh, as you look at the at the schedule, uh, you know, Northwestern, you know, I say that, but, you know, before today, Northwestern, uh, all their Big Ten games, uh, I believe all seven of their Big Ten games, had been decided by uh, in single digits, so they have been in every Big Ten game. Uh, they've won two, both of them on the road. Uh, so they've been in they've been in all these games. They've been up the they've been in those games to the very end. Uh, but today was not one of those. So it worked out for Purdue that they didn't need, need Jay Ivey to uh, for this game. Um, and, you know, hopefully he'll have a, a basically a, a week's rest before they play Iowa. But, you know, when he gets back on the practice floor, whether that's Monday or Tuesday, um, you know, will be more telling than, than anything else uh, for him. But, you know, what Purdue did today without him, um, you know, I don't, I don't believe it's a, a, a spoken word amongst the team that says, okay, everybody's got to step up without Jaden. It's just kind of understood. And I just saw Sasha Stefanovic kind of led the way uh, in that regard uh, today. I mean, he, he, he was hot from three early. Uh, he was active defensively. Um, he, he showcased the leadership skills you need in that situation to, to, to overcome the loss of your, of your leading score. And thought he played a really good sound game and others just kind of fell into place and I think he kind of led by example and um, they got good contributions across the board from from different players uh, so it was just you know even though the game was was somewhat tight in the first half uh, and then was a little bit back and forth in the second half I know they got it to within five a couple times, and then Isaiah Thompson, who's who's been in a pretty uh, pretty bad shooting slump here recently, um, hit a couple threes that pushed the lead back out to eight. You know, Purdue eventually got that lead up to 18 or so before Boo Booey hit some threes and made it interesting again. But you know, Purdue was able to close it out. But I, you know, I I believe today started with you know Sasha. You know, coming out of the locker room, looking to looking to score, looking to shoot, uh, and kind of get his team off to a good start, knowing that 
you know, you're not going to have uh, Jaden there to, to to get some plays off the bounce uh, and stuff like that. And then, you know, obviously Purdue used its big guys uh, as well as it could. Uh, a lot of a lot of physical play early, but you know, Zach Eady and Travion were able to overcome some of those things and settle down. And you know, both had 12 points and 10 rebounds. That's 24 points and 20 rebounds from the center position. That's a that's a monster game for one individual and a solid game for for two guys. But as I said a lot of a lot of contributions. Uh, you know, Eric Hunter uh, and Isaiah Thompson scored their their points in the second half. Uh, I thought Hunter was really good defensively. He got out on a couple breaks. You know, his defense triggered offense. Um, so it was, you know, it was a game where they needed. You know, the one guy that really, you know, I think maybe starting to come around a little bit more is Caleb First. Um, you know, early on he was really a factor. He was strong around the rim in those those early season games. When you when you look back to to, to what happened in Connecticut uh, against. North Carolina and Villanova, he he was really a big factor. You know, he hit some threes. He also played strong around the rim, made himself available uh, in transition with Ivy pushing the ball. Uh, You know, these last couple games, uh, you're starting to see maybe a hint of that. Uh, I still think he has some some ways to go, but he had you know had seven points, three rebounds, and seven minutes in the first half, Uh, and he kind of looked like the the player that we saw early in the year. And if Purdue can get that kind of production out of him, along with what Mason Gillis is doing uh, for them, you know that's going to solidify that that uh, power forward spot. Also gives Purdue another weapon inside, especially if Caleb First can continue to dive uh, toward the rim and uh, you know hook up some passes, hook up with some passes from either uh, Trayvon Williams or Zach Eady. Uh, that's going to make Purdue. A lot more dangerous on the offensive end, and um, so I mean, there's some some things coming around. You, you, you know, you have to remember, you know, this is not the, the great Northwestern, but you know, it's Northwestern. It's not, you know, they're not at the top of the league, but um, you know, they, as I said, they've been in every game. You know, they beat Michigan State at Michigan State. They won at Maryland. Uh, so uh, Purdue didn't take them lightly. Purdue kind of went out and grinded out the first half. Uh, was able to get Pete Nance in some foul trouble. Which obviously helped the bigs a lot, uh, and you know Purdue just kind of, you know, w- when Northwestern made a run, you know Purdue answered with its own run, and uh, so you know, good win, you know, kind of gets them, um, you know, gets them to five and three right now in the Big Ten. You know, another game or two, you're going to reach the midway point, and then, um, then really, then then things get serious, things get. To a point where you know you got to make a push, you got to make a run, and you know the schedule is going to be set up uh, with a lot of big games coming up, and uh, you know Purdue's going to have to answer that challenge. Uh, and you know by then, you know I, I would assume that Jaden Ivy will be back. You know I don't know about Thursday yet. Uh, you know as I said, I have to see how much if he does practice at all. But you know they're going to need him Thursday going to Iowa. You know Iowa's going to have. Keegan Murray back, uh, you know he didn't he didn't play the first time uh, when the two teams played at Mackey Arena because of a of a, of a bad ankle. Uh, so um, you know they're going to have him back. They're going to have to control him. And you know the the trend line for Purdue when they, when they face some of these better players is that they have career nights. 
and that's the one thing you can't let Keegan Murray do on Thursday at Iowa is have a career night against you because uh, you've always seen Johnny Davis do it. You always have seen uh, Ron Harper Jr. do it. Uh, you know, even Robert Fennessy had a career night against Purdue on Thursday down at, at IU. So, uh, you know, Purdue's going to have to be a lot more tuned in defensively. Um, and there were some good moments defensively for Purdue uh, tonight. I mean, Boo Boo's going to shoot 30 footers. I mean, that's, there's really not a whole lot you can do uh, to, to stop that. I mean, if you want to play him tight 30 feet away from the basket, he's going to drive around you. Uh, so, you know, you, you kind of let him have his long shots like that, have him uh, woo the crowd a little bit, but, you know, eventually he's going to miss. And, he, you know, he did. You know, he did a good job of getting them back, getting the Wildcats back into it, but, you know, he, he was going to miss. But Purdue's still going to, you know, Purdue's still going to struggle to keep guards out of the paint. And, you know, that Iowa's going to attack that, and everybody else they play, Ohio State coming up next Sunday, uh, they're all going to attack that, and they're all going to, um, you know, continue to try to exploit that uh, from, uh, from, you know, to take advantage and, and put Purdue in a bind. Um, so uh, Purdue still needs to sharpen up uh, those things defensively, um, and, you know, we'll see. You know, I think Jay Nivey is, can be a terrific defender. Uh, I don't think he's showed that this year, uh, but... You know, once he gets back, I think I do think he needs to show that a little bit more and give Purdue uh, a really uh, strong defensive presence on the perimeter. You know, and trying to keep the ball out of the paint. You know, from the guards' uh, standpoint. So, you know, again, uh, good win for Purdue. Uh, contributions from everywhere. Um, if they can keep getting that kind of uh, production up and down. You know, the bench only scored four points at Indiana. They scored. Um, Way more than that today. I don't have the stat sheet in front of me, but they got they got really good contributions from the bench, and that's that's kind of that's who Purdue is. You know, their starters are gonna are gonna score some points, but their bench has, has been good all year from a offensive standpoint. And you know, it was you know good to see them back to that being normal, who they are uh, type of uh, type of performance. Um, you know, the one interesting question. If Jay Nivey can't go on, on Thursday, does Brandon Newman still start? Uh, he was 0 for 5 today. Uh, he played 12 minutes. Uh, the reasoning uh, that Matt Painter went with Brandon Newman is if you go back to last year and you look at uh, when Brandon Newman has had success, you know, he's had it when he has started games and played more minutes. And that's all Painter was trying to do in this game was get him in the game early, get him started, get him going, and maybe that would trigger something with him. Um, you know, it didn't from a production standpoint, but you know, does 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 Painter stay with the same lineup if Ivy can't go, or do you do you go with Eric Hunter Jr.? Do you go with Ethan Morton uh, in that spot? Um, you know, Brandon's had a tough year. Uh, minutes have dwindled, uh, in part because his production has dwindled. Uh, you know, he, he's not been able to consistently um, hit his shots from the perimeter. Um, but, you know, here's a guy that does spend a lot of time watching film and uh, going over scouting reports and trying to improve. But, you know, it's just not, it's not working for him right now. 
Um, you know, I would compare it a little bit to to Aaron Wheeler, where you know we saw those flashes from from Wheeler when he was in younger, um, and thought, okay, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be one of these guys that can really uh, take hold of this program and be you know going to be a you know legitimate scorer there. But you know, we've seen flashes from from Brandon. You know, last year he had 29, I think, at, against Minnesota. Uh, but again, things are not falling for him now. He, he does get less opportunities uh, to score because of the other players on the floor. Uh, but they, they do, you know, Purdue still needs him to come along and be a factor uh, and and help them, you know, either chase a Big Ten championship or when you get into the Big Ten and NCAA tournaments, uh, coming off the bench and providing some sort of spark. Um, you know, it's it's got to be frustrating for him um, because I, I do believe he puts in the work, but you know he's got to you know you got to produce. And you know Matt Painter's made that clear, uh, whether it's an actual conversation or by actions. You know when he didn't play at Penn State, but yeah. But that to me that's kind of one curious question to to follow uh, going into the Iowa game. If they obviously if Jaden Ivey's fine, he's going to. Uh, he's going to play, and he's going to play significant minutes against Iowa. But you know, if his minutes have to be limited, or he can't, he can't go. Uh, does does Painter stick with Newman, or you, do you do you go in another direction? Uh, because you do, you know, you do need to defend Iowa um, because they're going to come out firing. They're going to come out uh, looking to push the ball in transition, uh, and you know they're also going to press Purdue. I mean that had. That had uh, a lot of success the last time these two teams played, and uh, for Iowa's standpoint, it erased a 19-point lead or a 19-point deficit for them. But you know, when does when does Iowa start using that press against uh, Purdue? Um, so just some you know some things to follow and, and and track as we get closer to Thursday's game. Going to be you know it's a big game for Purdue. I think you know you really don't. Need to get to the halfway point, and you need to, you know, kind of start stringing some wins together. Um, I mean, you know, there's going to be some uh, some turmoil at the top of the league with teams beating each other. Um, so, because you, you got Michigan State, I think playing at Illinois on Tuesday night. Uh, if Illinois would win that game, that would give Michigan State a second loss, and then you've got a really, a really tight logjam there at the in the upper half. Uh, and teams are going to have, you know, teams are going to suffer more losses. You know, will five losses win the Big Ten? Will four? Um, you know, I would think four at least gets you a share. Four might, four might win it outright. Five probably gets you a share. But, you know, will the winner have six losses this year? Uh, so, I mean, it's just it's going to be fascinating to watch. Uh, the physicality of the league is, uh, is, is really high right now. Um, and you, you've got to play through those things, but I, you know, I just think Purdue kind of needs to get on a a little bit of a run here uh, because the schedule's going to um, it, the schedule's going to get compact because you got to make up the Michigan game, you know, and that's probably coming the first week of February uh, where uh, Purdue's Purdue's probably going to play Michigan twice in a three-game span. Um, and then you got Illinois in that mix. You know, you got Ohio State next week. You got to go to Minnesota. 
Um, it's just, you know, it's one game after another, and you just kind of, kind of, you got to keep plugging along. And um, you know, I still think Purdue probably would still be the favorite uh, to win the league, but you know, Michigan destroyed IU today. Uh, you know, that's that's really something to watch. You know, if Michigan can get its act together, it may be too far down to maybe win the league, but Michigan can have a say in who does win the league because, you know, they've got Michigan State twice coming up. They've got Purdue twice coming up. Uh, so, that, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna play a role. And if they're starting to get on a roll, if they figure it out, you know, if they've worked through their issues um, from earlier in the year, then look out. You know, that's it's a very talented team, and uh, they could they could easily get back into the race. But I, I don't know if they can win it right yet. I mean, there's still a long way to go. So they, technically, they can still win it, but uh, they're, they're going to play a factor in what what happens the rest of the way. All right. Well, appreciate you stopping by uh, again. Purdue beats Northwestern, 80 to 60. Up next, Iowa on Thursday. Uh, you know, just kind of. Stay tuned to jconline.com for, you know, what's happening in the world. See what's, uh, you know, from a football standpoint, a lot of coaching openings. Jeff Brom has to fill. Um, and, uh, you know, spring ball is probably, oh, a month or so away from starting. So we'll see how quickly some of those openings get filled and, you know, what kind of movement there is in, in that direction. All right, well, I appreciate you stopping by and uh, have a good day.